so we have a couple of fitness freaks might be a strong expression but a couple of people who like their fitness here in in holy family and a couple of people who've discovered um the whole use of the gym and a couple of people who thankfully were running before they came into the community and have con- continued running while they're here and this year we actually have a group of them doing a mini marathon a half mar- half marathon isn't it half marathon uh so it's great to have all of this healthy exercise and, and, and fitness and all that kind of thing. Uh, but I came across recently a story of a guy from the Czech Republic. His name is uh, Josef Shalek. And he decided to try to attempt to break the world record for a plank. So a plank is when you're down on your elbows and on the tops of your toes. So elbows and tops of your toes. So you just, you just like form a bridge kind of thing and just stay there. Do you know what the world record is for the longest plank? How long can you plank? Five minutes? Two minutes? One minute? Do you know what the world record is for the longest plank? The, the, record, the record that he was trying to break? Nine hours, 30 minutes. Nine hours, 30 minutes once, and one second was the record he was trying to break. A nine-hour plank. A working day, right? So just on your elbows and on your tippy toes for nine hours. The guy who had it before was an Australian guy who during the whole thing, like, you know, he's being, you know, he's on his knees and they give him something to drink and he actually, I think he, with the strain and the burn of it all, he actually vomited and so on, but like stuck there for nine, nine hours, 30 minutes. So this is what Josef Selleck, Shalek, uh, had, had to beat. And uh, he's a small little dude, actually, about yeah, high, I'd say. But, uh, I, I mean, people, maybe I, I've never attempted to break any world record, but he did so in a very, very public place. So it's like an, it was like a, in a public square, up on a stage, people gathered all around him. You know, like, I mean, if you mess it up, <laughs> all you need is a, an official timer and a world record, Guinness World Record uh, representative there to actually just make sure it's all above board. And uh, so it could have been done kind of privately. He decided to do it very, very publicly. So there's a huge crowd gathered around him. Like, uh, but like, just imagine the burn. Imagine just the, like every single muscle in your body on fire, starving for oxygen and just producing lactic acid. It's like you've got vinegar running through your veins, like just, and all you have to do, all you have to do, all you have to do to make all this pain end is put down a knee. Just put down one knee and your body can relax. Just put down one knee, put down one knee. So he was, Joseph afterwards was describing his mentality, they also spoke to his trainer beforehand. Uh, and uh, the trainer actually said that, yeah, Joseph, he's got a couple of problems. He's had a hernia. Uh, he had some sort of a back problem. Uh, oh, did I mention he's, he's in his kind of late 60s? I mean, he's, he's, he wasn't, not, not a young man. Um, look it up afterwards, fascinating story. But, so again, he wasn't in perfect health. And previously, a couple of years beforehand, he had been smoking too much, drinking too much, and was overweight. So he decided to change his life, change his mentality, change the way he lived. But the crucial thing was the changing of mentality, the changing of his mind, changing of how he saw this. So he was asked, like, you know, how do you prepare for this? Like, you see, you can't, I mean, you, it's kind of like a marathon. You don't train for a marathon by running lots of marathons because you'll wreck yourself. You can't, you can't just run a marathon every day for the days before a marathon. Well, I don't know what exactly that they recommend, but they, they say run something like 18 miles or 20 miles or whatever it is. Don't run the full thing. And then on the day when you run the marathon, 
it's not just your body, but mainly your mind that gets you over the line because you're tired. Your body isn't designed to, to run those kind of distances. So you just have, with your mind, you just keep going despite the pain, despite the burn, despite the, the, the tiredness. You just keep going. And this was what, what Yosef then, when he was asked, how did you train for this? Obviously, you do abdominal exercises and so on and so forth. But he said the main thing was to get your mind ready for the fact that this is going to hurt and just accept it. He said it was just the acceptance of the fact that this is going to hurt. This is going to be painful. Get used to it. Expect it. It's going to happen. So after whatever, I don't know, when, from his standard, when the burn, the real burn would start. But he said the, the difficult time was between the seventh and the eighth hour. You know the way it is. I'm not sure if you ever happened to have. How, you know, your eighth hour, seventh, eighth hour, that's when your, your plank would probably start to get a bit painful. Um, so, just a bit. <laughs> so, so, he said it was the mental battle. The mental battle to know it's going to hurt, do it anyway. And he said that's also his, his philosophy towards life. Okay, it sounds a bit maybe depressing, but it's not really. I think it's more realistic that in life there will be crosses. That's, that's even like it's yesterday's gospel. In this world you will have trouble, with it, but fear not, for I have overcome the world. In this world you will have trouble. You will have. Does it, you might possibly... We'll see how it goes. We know that we will. <clears throat> and for Josef, then, this was his mentality in going into this world record plank breaking attempt. World record breaking plank attempt. And do you know what his record was? Do you know what he did? In front of a crowd? So he has nine hours, 30 minutes to beat. He did it nine hours, 38. Nine hours 38 of a blank. I mean, impressive. Very, very impressive. In today's first reading, St. Paul writes, And now you see me a prisoner already in the Spirit. I'm on my way to Jerusalem. I have no idea what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit in town after town has made it clear enough that imprisonment and persecution await me. So he's on his way to Jerusalem. After that, eventually, <coughs> he'll be made, brought to Rome. And there he will die. I don't know what's ahead of me exactly, but what I do know is that imprisonment and persecution await me. So, one would imagine, if imprisonment and persecution await you that direction, which direction do you go? <laughs> that direction. You avoid imprisonment and persecution, generally speaking. You go the, you, we, we try to preserve ourselves, <coughs> preserve our life, or just avoid pain. Generally speaking, we try to avoid pain. It's understandable. That's why today, like, there are certain programs, maybe on Channel 4, be a typical TV channel for this kind of thing, but when it shows uh, uh, experiences of childbirth, you know, I mean, it's difficult stuff at times. It can be scary, uh, it can be uh, intimidating, I, I, I imagine. I can imagine it's, it's maybe even petrifying for certain couples, especially if you've had a difficult labour. Considering having another child, like, you know, when it's all kind of, oh, beautiful little child, and here's a little scan of 12 weeks, and here's a scan of 24 weeks, and it's all lovely. But during birth then, when, you know, 
things aren't going right or um, what's called a breach, breach birth upside down, um, or baby's halfway out and the umbilical cord is around the neck and you have to kind of reverse and C-section, like uh, all these kind of things that happen, uh, it, it can be, I imagine, terrifying, just terrifying. And yet, after all of that, there's a little life, a little boy, a little girl, a little loved baby. But then for child number two, child number three, you know what you're heading into. You know that the, there's going to be at least labour pains, maybe, maybe more. But you do it anyway for, for love of the little child. And so it's love, you see. We, we don't overcome pain and persecution, all that kind of thing, just because we're mentally strong. You know, so we just grit through it. We do so because we love the Lord. And that's where our strength comes from. Our strength comes from him who made heaven and earth. That's, that's our source. That's where we have to keep going back to. When difficulty and when adversity and when the cross awaits us, which it does and which it will, that we find our strength in the Lord, not in ourselves, not in a positive, positive mental attitude, but in him. Then we will see the realization of Paul's words, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. And so we ask the Lord today to strengthen any of us going through any kind of cross or difficulty or adversity or especially anyone who's fearful of the future, fearful of <clears throat> uh, relationships, fearful of having children, fearful of death, fearful of illness, fearful of loneliness, fearful of being forgotten, fearful of addiction, Fearful of looking into one's past. Fear of marriage, fear of single life, fear of religious life. You can be afraid of anything. The fear just paralyzes us. Whereas the Lord wants us to be free and to have life and life to the full. Even if imprisonment and persecution await us. May we be motivated to do all things out of love for the Lord. And walk forward courageously. Amen. The following is a special appeal by Father Patrick Cahill. Dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us uh, for these homilies on YouTube or whatever podcast media you're listening to us on. Uh, it's a great privilege to be able to serve you all in this way. Uh, if I could ask you please to pray for us here in Holy Family Mission. We're heading into our eighth year of uh, faith formation for the young people who are attending here. And it's a great gift and privilege to be able to work here. But we would ask if you would pray for us and pray for all of our intentions here as well that we can continue this work. And if you feel the Lord is in any way calling you or asking you to support us financially, we would greatly appreciate that too. So if you go to, onto our website, holyfamilymission.ie, there's a donate button there, and we'd greatly appreciate uh, your donations so that we can keep this work going. Uh, it does, unfortunately, cost uh, a bit to run this place, so uh, our, we greatly rely on our benefactors. And, of course, we play, pray for all of our benefactors' needs, especially on Wednesday, the day traditionally dedicated to St. Joseph, the Father of all providence so thank you so much uh, in advance for your prayerful support and also for those who are able to uh, uh, assist us financially we are immensely grateful god bless you